0: In my first couple of years of teaching, um, the beginning days of school, what I would do is do some icebreaker activities, be at the the door when my students entered, make sure I was greeting them. And we just have some nice time together, like an hour or two, where we kind of get to know each other, build those relationships. And then by the time recess had, had you know, come upon the class, they would go for recess, we'd come back, and then we'd start saying, okay, here's what we're doing this year, here's the focus, here's all these things that we need to go. And we just started to get into the work. And I thought that was what we should be doing. And I I probably did that because as a student, that was kind of the experience I had as a kid in classrooms that, you know, you kind of do this thing and you repeat it. And then you get to work because there's so much curriculum you got to get through. There's so much stuff that has to be done in the school year that every moment seems to count. And as I grew in my career and had wonderful leaders, one of the things that changed in my practice was I would spend a good chunk of my day, if not the entire day, sometimes we would spend the whole week, depending on the school that I worked at, building those relationships with kids, whether it was having an empty room, basically a blank canvas where we would decorate the classroom together, because then it actually became the students classroom not just mine but our our community's classroom and you could see the representation it wouldn't look as good as when i would you know decorate myself and sometimes to be honest it looked way better but it it was more it was more connected to the people in that room not just the teacher and why this is really important is because i felt that if i didn't get to work right away that we were gonna lose time. And as I've grown, what I realized is that investment of time that's so important. Being able to really know who my students were, understand them, build that connection where there's that trust. And I've mentioned this book and I I mentioned this in this podcast coming up. Um, It's Stephen Covey's The Speed of Trust. And the whole premise of the book very simply is the more we build a relationship, the quicker we can get things done. And so, yeah, I didn't spend as much time going through curriculum, going through objectives, you know, throughout the year on that first day, even that first week, because I knew we could get done things faster because less classroom management time, less time, you know, kids not really knowing if they if I, if they liked me or not, and if they had a relationship and that that element. So that's a really important aspect. And the reason I bring this up is I had a great conversation with Dr. Eddie Alderetti. He's the acting superintendent in Edison Township School District, and I have the the opportunity to um, address their staff for the very first time ever. Uh, from from at least what I've been told in their school district's history, where they're bringing everyone together. And what I appreciate about the conversation with with Eddie is that he knows how important it is to bring people together to have that that opportunity to sell not just you know set the tone for the year, but really celebrate the incredible staff, the incredible people in that school district and build that relationship to let them know their impact. And the hope is that relationship built on that day permeates throughout the school district. So I I really loved talking to Eddie. He's a great personality, wonderful person. I'm so excited to join Edison Township School District. And just that reminder that I had as I was talking to him about how we build those relationships is an investment that we get back tenfold and how powerful that is. So I know you're going to love this podcast. I know you're going to love talking to Eddie. And for those Edison Township School District, when I'm joining you, I'm so looking forward to connecting with you. I cannot wait to meet you all in person. But everyone else, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Innovators Mindset Podcast. Hey everyone, this is George Kroos. Welcome back to another episode of the Innovators Mindset Podcast. I am very excited to have Dr. Eddie Alderetti from Edison Township School District. It is in New Jersey. I'm actually uh, joining you all coming up. You know, at the beginning of the school year, their convocation. I'm I'm so excited about it because uh, as we were talking, uh, you know, it's always the first time we've all you've all been together. So big pressure on me, and hopefully, the issue I cause is like, what are we going to do next year? That's what I'm hoping to cause for you. So. Uh, I am so pumped to have you on. We just had a great conversation. I hope you'll check that out if you if you didn't miss it. But uh, Eddie's been a teacher. He's been a principal, head of HR. He's currently the acting superintendent in, in Edison Township School District. So, Eddie, thanks for being on the podcast. Taking time out of your—I uh, don't know if you're on like if you're on vacation or you're supposed to yeah. be. I
1: don't know. Do you get yeah. vacations? Is that a thing? We, I get vacation days. Yeah. yeah, you know what's 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 tough right now is right. So in in my in my role, I, I can't take too much time off because, right. I, you know, there's, we've got so many moving parts right here. So, uh, you know, I'll try to do long weekends here. They'll do like a Friday and a Monday, <laughs> uh, it. you know, maybe get some golf in, spend some time at home, but, uh, you know, the summer it listen it, it's more about planning for, for what's what's going forward for, for next year. So, well, I you know, love that.
0: And, and Eddie, if you can just kind of like, you're acting superintendent now, I don't know how long you've been in Edison or how long you've been there. So can you just kind of, fill us in, like, what are you doing today? And like, how did you get there? How did you get to, to do in the role that you're doing currently?
1: Yeah, so my, my path here was, I was a, you know, I was a building principal um, over in Freehold Township for for 14 years, uh, wonderful school district, West Freehold School. And, uh, you know, co- you know, the pandemic kind of hit. And, you know, at that time, uh, you know, just look for different opportunities to yeah. kind of affect the school district in a different way. The, the human resources position popped up here, and the superintendent at the time told me, hey, listen, I, I think you'd be a great fit. You know, hmm. you, you you do well with people. You are building principal. You understand how to talk with teachers. The contract stuff, you know, is, is contract language. And, you know, you'll, you'll figure it. You know, I came in the midst of, of you know, on the tail end of re, uh, the beginning of yep. reopening and then closing again. and you know, it was a traumatic time right yeah. so I, I was on the phone with a lot of people and and it really helped me build relationships here initially uh and then um you know uh, there was a transition in in leadership the board of education appointed me in december I, i've been here since 2020 hmm. i've been acting superintendent for s- seven months now i think yeah. about seven months so uh yeah, it's, it's great. And uh, you know, look, I, I learned something new each and every day. Whether and, you want to or not, eh? Yeah, whether I want to or not. And uh, look, I, I will <laughs> say this, and I can't stress this enough, that the team that I have around me uh, that assists me with my day-to-day mm-hmm. from any aspect, whether it's triaging major issues, whether it's curricula, whether it's technology, buildings and grounds, uh, school safety and security special ed i mean we have we have a uh, a top-notch team in, in human resources by secretarial to st- everybody here is just so supportive for me i i, I couldn't thank I, I wouldn't have been successful i believe you know i'm hoping i'm successful uh, yeah. but uh w- without their support
0: well I, you I, what, when we actually started the podcast like before you know i always like to kind of talk with guests uh ahead of time and you just had like as i it's uh, maybe I'm a, it's graduation, right? You had your graduation ceremonies for your high school students and you were, you came on, you were beaming about it. And I, and I love that. And did you get,
1: did you get to address the students or like, so I did a speech. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, you know, and, and George, you've spoken in front of tens of thousands of people, right? So you uh, get energized. It's, it's right. It's, 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 it's in your wheelhouse. Yeah. So I, I've spoken in front of people many yeah. times, yeah. but it's usually in an auditorium of about 1500. Right. It was about 10,000 people in there. I, wow. I'll have to admit, from, from from probably the neck up, I looked calm and cool, knees <laughs> down. They were knocking a little bit there. But uh, I, I made sure that, that my message was, and again, you're addressing the students, right? So it's not, right. about, it's not about me. It's the building principals day, first of all. It yeah. is, the building principal is the star of that show along with the students. I am there to say, hey, board of education members, these students have met all the requirements. Right. Let's get up and throw our hats in the air. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that my message was clear and, and concise, right. Reach for the stars, think big, and, and you can do anything that you set your mind to. Right. So something short, sweet to the point that's motivational and then exit stage left. So, uh, right. yeah, it it's, was such a great event, you know, to be a part of something that big yeah. and grand and, and it's memorialized, right? Like they videotaped it. My mother was watching and my wife, you know, they, they uh, had a live stream. Yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Well, you know, and the, the thing I think sometimes we forget, um, in education is that, that that graduation ceremony is sometimes kind of like a, a high school event when it's an all of us event, right? Like it's, it's a culmination of that preschool teacher, the kindergarten teacher, you know, all the, all the people that all the things, but you know, the, the, the people of high school get to really celebrate it, but it, it is a celebration of everyone, that help those students along the way. And I, I think that to me is that, that excitement, right? And it's, it must be really hard to kind of it, honor all of those people that is, have contributed to uh, the and, student success.
1: And in our business, right? It is, it's the end result of our work product, right? Yeah. Like it, it's, yeah. this, this is, this is what we parents, community members, this is what we yeah. have delivered, right? We have delivered wow. all of these students that are, you know, successful and and, and on their, whatever, whatever path they choose. Here yeah. we go. Right. We've got them to this point um, with everybody's support. And and that's listen, as long as you're as long as you're consistent with that message, that it's a team approach. Yeah. And and you're always working on culture. Right. Because that will always, you know, that surpasses everything. There's this. I don't,
0: I don't know if you've ever seen this video. And it's such a you know, as I'm talking to you, it just popped in my mind. Uh, it was during, uh, you know, like covid graduation where, you know, people weren't having ceremonies you know all together but they were you know doing makeshift ceremonies so it was like kids driving in cars and there's yes. this one ceremony of the kid and it's like like it's elementary school teacher high school teacher you know uh, uh there's a police in the community it's parents and they're all like they all are sending messages as the kids kind of going driving through the line and it's just such a powerful video because it shows how many people not just educators, but the, in the community helped contribute to that kid's success. And you can, you can hear the mom crying the entire time, you know, just feeling the, the pride for her son. It, it's just such a powerful
1: video. George, I, I was a part of it. It was actually my last piece. I, I did one of those. You, yeah. it's, it's like the one time that the teachers and the principal and, and, and everybody, the leaders can be rock stars, right? You're driving yeah. in this car yeah. parade. You, you got, you got stuff hanging from your car. It was, it, it is an awesome part, you know, it, it makes it all worthwhile in the end. Right. It's it's the reason why we do it. So you,
0: you went from, so you were like, you were, a was an associate superintendent before, but like, I was was like
1: an, I was an HR, I was the human resources director, kind of jack of all trades. Again, there was a, there was a couple pieces of, of the puzzle missing. So much like the team does now, I, I pitched in and we did everything
0: how was that transition when you went from that role to the superintendent role? Like what, what did you find, you know, what were some of the good things that, what are some of the struggles? Like what, what did you find is that,
1: that transition
0: from one job to another?
1: Um, so for this role, I would say from a leadership perspective, this was more of my wheelhouse. If, yeah. if I'm saying I was more comfortable in, in the superintendency role for a couple of reasons. I, um, I, I think I'm pretty good with operations and how to lead processes and, and, and involve everybody in in, in a conversation. I, I always under, uh, under uh, operate under the impression that uh, I'm I'm never the smartest person in the room, and I need to I need to talk with all of the experts of each of the department in order to make it, an informed decision. Right at the same time, I, I understand from this role setting clear expectations and what what our mission is moving forward, whether it's short term or long term goals, and having everybody buy into that. So that part, I think I was. Very, very comfortable with. For me, the most difficult part was just the, the sheer, the size, right? 19 schools, yeah. 17,000 students. Wow. And how to make everybody not operate in silos. And, and that's mm. part of the reason why why you're visiting us in September, right? Is that mm. the opportunity to get us together, to have one message that is communicated at the same time to everybody, and uh, to get us out of those that, you know, car, it's it's easy to get lost in the day to day from one mm-hmm. end of town to the other. So I, I think for me, that was my biggest struggle. And that's why I I really thought of this. And, you know, with the board support, to be honest with you, because yeah. it's, you know, listen, it's got it's got it's got an impact on, you know, operations and day to day and PD. But, you know, they're committed to this, too. So, you know. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm actually super excited
0: about it. Well, you know, and, I, and I'm and i making an assumption here when I'm, when I'm saying this, because just, just from some of the stuff we talked about in the podcast already, some of the stuff we talked about before, I, I didn't feel that you went to Edison to eventually become the superintendent. It kind of no. seemed like you were like, hey, I'm going to go, you know, do this job, HR, I want this. And this is something that, I've really been focusing on and I've struggled with it in my past that sometimes you get a job as a stepping stone to the next job. Like you always kind of got your and I, I feel like what you kind of proved is what I've been trying to really shape my mind and is that do what you're doing in the present the best pot, the best you possibly can. And then opportunities then tend to present themselves like that kind of is like, as I'm listening to you and our conversation, it was just like, Oh, like what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But but you were focused on doing your job really well, as opposed to like, Oh, I'm just eyeing that chair. Like, you know, I think sometimes when you eye the chair, that's actually can be a detriment because you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing as well as
1: you should be if I were to tell you that this, you know, when I, when I came here, that I thought this was my path, I would say, I would have told you, no, this was, right. it was, it was to build capacity in human resources, you know? And, and now that I'm, now that the opportunities present itself, I, yeah. like I said, uh, uh, it's a pleasure right. to come to work each and every single day. I it really it. is. And I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate. I love it.
0: And Eddie, Eddie, you're just, you're just mentioning this and we are talking a little bit. I know you touched a little bit about it. Uh, what I really appreciate is so I'm doing, I think I have, 30 or some of these opening days coming up and this is yours is a little bit different in the sense that most of them they've been done year after year after year they know exactly where they're gonna be they have their schedule and they're just kind of plugging me into the the speaker slot that kind of thing but yeah Yeah. this is new this is new to you like you're like where are we even (laughs) like you didn't know where you're doing this you figured out all these logistics so like what was the and I know you kind of touched on this kind of bringing everyone together. Like what, what it, ultimately what's the hope that as people walk out of there, and I guess this is kind of, we're, we're getting rid of a meeting by you me getting this on the podcast right now. Cause you're going to, I'm going to ask you this anyway, Ab- but Absolutely. Yeah. What, yes. what do we hope when people walk out of there that day? Like what's the hope for that?
1: My, my hope is, look, I, I think that we need to build relationships here. Not not just amongst you know the hallways, your second grade teacher, or, or among departments, yeah. But Edison is one whole, right? And establishing a culture and an environment that breeds success and and having people enjoy coming to work every single day, and and yeah. not being afraid to take risks, right, in their teaching or their work or whatever they, or whatever they're doing, and knowing that we're here to support them, right, and to. To get everybody together to talk about the future of Edison, right? You know, yeah. like like we said previously, one of the tenets of great leaders is that they they speak about what great things are to come, and yeah. the only way in my mind that we can do that effectively was to get them all together at first. And you're and you're right, George. I had no clue where I was going to do. I thought about a couple different places, and they're like Eddie. You know, we can fit half of the staff here. Right. You can do in the morning. I said no, no. It has to be every member of our organization. The buildings will be shut down. I want everyone there. So uh, with a little help from, you know, from our team, mm-hmm. they found it and uh, we, we knew who, we knew the guy we wanted, right? We, sure. we, knew, we knew who we wanted to kick off. And, uh, and I, you know, like I said, I, I think that this event will, it's, it's just going to set a positive tone for not only this year, but for years to come. And uh, it it should be a tradition that we celebrate. We should celebrate people's successes. We should celebrate longevity in the district. Mm -hmm. We should celebrate the acquiring of tenure because it's, it's tough to get in Edison. It's rigorous. And, you know, like I said, I think the more that we do this, the the more we'll build our brand, right? Mm -hmm. Celebrating success, student and staff. The, the,
0: when uh, the last school district I worked for, you know, on, uh, I guess, permanent, but I don't know if that's what'd be the term. I remember it was Parkland school division in Canada. And one of the things that I remember, uh, one of my superintendents said is our goal from like these days is that you see that you identify yourself, not as the school you work at, but you see yourself as part of the bigger picture that yeah. the stuff that you're doing in your grade one classroom in that school actually contributes to the, the success of the entire school division and and that what you're doing and how you share it with your colleagues amongst schools actually helps them help kids, which is the whole hope. Right. And you know, we, when we often switch schools, um, we're like, Oh, we're going to miss those kids. It's going to be so hard. And then you go to new school and then you realize, Hey, here's kids that also need support. And like, we, I, my whole goal is not to like crush kids in another community. It was <laughs> to it, right. And so that, that was, that really resonated with me. The other thing too, is uh something that and I, I love that you said this because you could have easily said hey we're going to do our the, this support staff and our K to 6 teachers or you know whatever and then we're going to have our 7 to 12 and then and then and then we get these like oh like you know those high school teachers they have it easy cuz they, they they teach the same subject every you know four times a day or five times a day and then you get high school teachers going Those elementary teachers have it so easy because they teach the same kids. (laughs) And then you but then when you start connecting with one another, they start to realize hey, some of the issues that we have are kind of similar, and some of the solutions that we have are kind of similar or similar, and we can learn from each other, even though we're working with different grade levels, different content areas. And so I think sometimes when there is that division, it is actually a little bit created, right? Like because we a lot of school districts I work with, they separate those groups yes like why do they actually not look you know look fondly of each other i'm like because you're separating them that's part of the reason right like bring them together so like is that kind of some of the focus that you had is like kind of in the value in one another
1: absolutely because again i I could have we could have recorded a zoom right and sent out this video and principals would show it in their libraries or in their cafeterias and you know this is you know Right. Dr. Alderelli's message and, and George Kuros's message, but that that's the, we might as well just keep doing the same thing, right? It, right. it doesn't it doesn't foster community, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't foster the opportunity for people to get together and and like you'd say, it, look, one of the things that you just said really resonated with me is the 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 way teachers act and how they promote themselves, not only in their individual buildings, right? Mm-hmm. It contributes to the overall reputation. Of our district, their yep. hard work is the reason why we have such an outstanding reputa- reputation. They, they yep. you know, they, they don't worry about the superintendent or any, you know, they, right. you know, he's just the guy, you know, that does board meetings twice a month, right? You know, often yep. that's usually the case. Parents and everybody connects with their child's teacher, so their work is the reason why our repu- our, our schools have outstanding reputations.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I, this might be a little controversial. What I'm saying, so hopefully I don't get uninvited for this portion. <laughs> When I see, when I see a teacher post this on their social media, on their profile, it says, views do not represent my employer. I'm like, yeah, they do. <laughs> <It's kind laughs> of Actually, right? they do. <laughs> Because, because if you work with my kid, yeah. right. And whatever, like what you say, they, they do kind of represent your employer. Right. And it's kind of <laughs> understanding that. And it's not like you can't, like, when I say this, some people are like, well, can not I have a private life? I'm yeah. Keep it private though. Like yeah. that's, that's your time. Right. Yeah. But you know there is that that thing you do represent whether you want to or not you do represent because again i'm i don't want to i know people get mad at this sometimes i say it when you're a teacher you're a teacher 24/7 in the public eye whether you like it or not because you work with kids and people see that and it it does really matter and it's it's unfortunate and what i'm not saying this because i made that up it's just reality I'm I'm sharing right now too. And I think that is a really important aspect is that how we kind of represent and connect with one another it really shines a light on our on our our school communities.
1: You are on the clock 24-7. Nothing represented this more when I was I was a building principal. I took my wife and kids on vacation yeah. in Mexico to a Barrow Star. Yeah. We landed, we were so pumped up, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be oh, great. No. I'm away from school. This is going to be perfect. I right. jump in the pool, and my wife is there, and she's like, "Oh, we'll, we'll swim up to the pool bar." As I surface, as I surface up, I hear Doctor Ray. What's and it's you know four <laughs> kids from from the Westfield right. Old School, so you know just represent. Always on the clock, right? Always, right, no matter where you are, and you can't have a, a personal life. You, you should have one, but. Yeah, like you, like, know, there's, a, there's
0: a there is a, a you know, when you're in private and you know, like do what you do, right? It's yeah. not my business kind of thing, but when you're in public, I you were saying you're kind of giving me you're kind of giving me flashbacks to my first year. I'm like <laughs> embarrassed about this. Um, I and this is a naive teacher doing this, right? So I'm in a town, I uh, like five hours away from where I grew up. I don't know anybody, I'm by myself. Making like have no money, and I get a I rent a house that's like I honestly, and this is like tells you how long ago it was like three hundred dollars a month to rent a house, right? Yeah. So I rent this house and I can walk to school. It is a block away, and I'm like so pumped about this because I'm I'm going home for lunch some days, right? Like I'm like I'm that close. I can just go home for lunch, and the kids like in grade four are like, hey, whose car was at your house <laughs> yesterday? Like. What are you talking about? (laughs) How do you know this? And they're like, oh, my mom saw and they wanted me to ask you. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it's just like anything I did in that town, like it was known immediately. Right. And it was like, oh, wow. So it was like a, you know, and it's again, I didn't make up the rules. And I feel people get mad at me for just saying the reality and that is that is it is, the, real,
1: so, it is the reality yeah, it is yeah. it is and and more and listen in my role right now right as yeah. superintendent you're you're, you're on 24 7 right so yeah you have, you have to be cognizant yeah. of that and you know there's definitely time for your family but you know the commitments yeah. here the commitments yeah. here
0: yep. so okay so we're we're getting ready for um the, the opening you know setting the tone right for the school year but you know right now we're recording this it's the end of june so it, this is like, I know you probably shared something already with your staff. Like, what's your hope as your staff right now? Like, not I because your school is done, right? Like, schools are done. Yeah, we're done. We like, wrapped up last what's week. Our, yeah. Like, what's the hope for the break? Like, what do you you hope, you know, what are you hoping for people right now before they, you know, come back for another full school year?
1: Yeah, listen, uh, as always, the day to day of being on the spot, educating kids, whether you are a paraprofessional, Uh, vice principal, supervisor, whatever role that you have, you need, you need downtime. You need opportunities to rest and recharge because you you, you're on, you're on stage all day. Right. And that's, that takes a toll. So always take time for yourself, enjoy this time with your family. And then as school comes closer, you know, a lot of times teachers will say, "Ah, you know, the anxiety is building, coming back and you know, it's probably not anxiety. It's probably being anxious, right? What's yeah. my class going to look like this year? Um, is there any new changes to the curriculum? It's all its all the stuff that kind of ramps up after being off for so long. My my mm-hmm. message to them would be, hey, listen, it, it, enjoy this first day. Make mm-hmm. the first day of school for kids an opportunity that when they go home that day, when they go home on the very first day, they cannot wait to come back the next I love it, that. If you do that, that's actually going to be my message, my intro. I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, <laughs> actually, probably just did. But but you, you got to make the first day great. It sets the tone yeah. for the whole year. And, and, George, that's the reason why I want to do this with the staff. Because when you make the first day great, it sets the stage for the, for the next 180.
0: Yeah. And, you know, again, my first year, I, should, or I would love to say it was only my first year, but I did this for several years the first day was like, hey, let's do like icebreaker. Let's get to know each other. And then 10 o'clock, okay, here's the curriculum. Here's what we're doing. And let's get into it because, you know, we are so limited on time that we got to get going right away. And as I grew in the profession, what I realized is that you spend a good chunk of time, not even just that first day, even, you know, like we, there's a school I worked with. We we spent the whole week building relationships with her. And then what we found was, you could get done things way quicker because you built relationships, you built trust, right? Things. Uh, I always reference this book, Stephen Covey, speed of trust. Oh yeah. The more relationships, the, the deeper the relationships you have with the people that you serve, the quicker things get done. And so when people challenge me on this, like I got so much to do. I'm like, if you build the relationship, you'll get things done faster. Yes. And so just kind of do that. But if, if they don't know you, if they don't trust you, you're gonna be fighting with them anyway, so I'd rather kind of build that at the beginning and and move. So I I, I think that's really powerful. It, it
1: just it just opens up avenues to to do good things. And look, the the more time you spend on building culture and relationships with staff, the easier things get for for everybody. In my experience,
0: totally, yeah, oh, I I believe that. And uh, I'll say when you um you've obviously made an impact on your school community because. Uh, I didn't meet you at first. Uh, I was connecting with Gail, who's been absolutely wonderful. And, uh, Gail, I think Gail, I threw Gail off cause she emailed me and I just called her and I don't think she's <laughs> she like picked up a phone. I'm like, I, I don't like, it. she told me, she's yeah. like, I
1: just got off the phone with George Keros. <laughs> you yeah. just like George.
0: So the, so yeah. And, um, they, you know, you can tell that your, your connection, um, is is really making a difference and that there is a little bit to me I I maybe shouldn't say this sometimes I work you know with some people and it's like hey like you're you're forgetting that the relationships and the way you connect with people is kind of what brought you to this position don't let that go because sometimes we get into positions like oh you got to talk to my to the secretary or to this person before you get to me and where you just, you have come off, you know, as very approachable, uh, you know, and I'm sure you'll stay that way, but that, that to me is what really resonates. And I'm, I'm really pumped to join you all. So like, cause I, I can feel that that importance of connection and something I truly believe in.
1: I, I can't tell you how excited we all are too, though, George. I mean, from the administrative team, the board, the board cannot wait to meet you. Yeah. As well. I mean, and again, I can't thank them enough for not only supporting, right? I, yeah. I couldn't do this w- without their support. And and they again, relationships are the key, right? Having relationships with each and every one of yeah. those members of the community, right? Because they're they're, you know, they 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 spread your message as well too in, in your mission. So yeah. Well, hey.
0: I, I, I just, I have already met so many people from your community, so I'm, I'm really pumped to join you all. So yeah. I just, I, you're focused on relationships. So Eddie, thanks for being on the podcast, taking time out of your summer and, you know, talking about some stuff that's going to get me in trouble, but either that's
1: way, right. it might get me in trouble too. <laughs> right, whatever.
0: <laughs> so, Hey, thanks everyone for listening. Eddie, thanks so much for your time. I can't wait to see you all. Appreciate it. Thank you, George. All right. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Take care.